Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another new car podcast. This one's going to be quite a short one. This one's going to be a shorty, mostly because there's, there's only a little bit of information here, but... I thought some of you would be interested, especially those of my listeners who are international, then you might find this very, very interesting. And I've just seen the looks of this thing, and oh boy, yikes. So, I am talking about the 2022 Subaru Forester, and it has been facelifted in Japan with a redesigned face and some new tech. Subaru has revealed the facelifted Forester for the Japanese market, featuring revised styling, new tech, and improvements under the skin. The facelifted version of the Subaru Forester is immediately distinguished by a refreshed front end that includes new headlights and a redesigned bumper with a new grille. I'm going to get into that later, trust me. The exterior revisions also include newly designed alloy wheels, while sport models trade the round front LED fog lights for vertical units. The facelift of the 2022 Subaru Forester also brings new suspension settings across the range for better ride quality and improved comfort levels. The range of the new JDM 2022 Subaru Forester includes the Touring, X-Brake, Advanced, and Sport trim levels, with the carmaker also offering three new color options, Cascade, Green Silica, Autumn Green Metallic, and Brilliant Bronze Metallic. The interior appears to be almost the same, with Subaru offering new trim options including dual-tone Napa leather upholstery. Subaru has also updated the eyesight safety feature with a new wider-angle front camera and new software to operate in a wider range of conditions. That is a nice upgrade. The JDM version, <laughs> JDM, sorry, this one, most people say JDM, they're really just referring to Sylvia's or R34 Skylines. So I, I have, part of, in my mind, I'm like, I wonder if the JDM fanboys are going to rage at this force of being called JDM. I mean, it is JDM because JDM stands for Japanese Domestic Market, so it is that. But that word has just become so fetishized with the tuner culture now that it's almost lost. Like, no one really uses it for its original meaning, not not as much as they should. JD, JDM now has just come to refer to pretty much any Nissan, any Toyota, even if it's not actually a Japanese domestic market version of that car. That's what JDM's come to mean now in car culture, which is a bit funny. But that's why that's why I was laughing to myself. Like, oh, I wonder if they're going to get mad at that because we all know how much crossovers are hated by car enthusiasts these, these days. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that side tangent. The JDM version of the 2022 Subaru Forester was powered by the carmaker's 150 horsepower 2-liter e-boxer hybrid powertrain, which now features the e-active shift control as standard. Huh? E-active shift control. If that's what they're calling the transmission, why do you need to call it that? And why does it need to be E? Why isn't it not just active shift control? In any case, if you want a bit more power, Subaru will offer you the sport variant of the 2022 Subaru for, uh, of the 2022 Forester which uses a 1.8-liter turbocharged four-cylinder unit with 174 horsepower and 221 pound-feet or 300 newton-meters of torque. All models send their power to all four wheels all four wheels via Subaru symmetrical all-wheel drive system. So I said that I was going to talk about the looks, and here we go. So actually, we only have the face to talk about here, but that's more than enough. Why did Subaru give this car huge cheekbones? And I'm not joking, this thing has... Massive cheekbones, and it's it's kind of ridiculous. It's it's almost like a chipmunk when it has its mouth full of acorns. It's like that, except the rest of the face isn't even that puffy. It's just it's just this. It's not an indent because it's outward. So, for lack of a better word, this outdent 
just just below the headlights. Why have you? It's almost like it's almost like they wanted to add black uh, black plastic cladding to the front, and then at the last minute said no. Let's make it body color. That's what it looks like. It looks like stick on. It looks like stick on plastic cladding, except it's not black. It's body color. So it just looks like ugly cheekbones. Like what? And let me just clarify that for a second. Not most cheekbones look fine. I I would imagine that usually, certainly when it comes to humans, if you have pronounced cheekbones, that's a that's a that's a thing of admiration for most people. But in on this car, <laughs> on this car, it's almost like it has bags. It's almost like it has bags on its sides, except except it's if it were if the if this design feature was truly a bag, I bet you it'd be indented because then it would create a shadow under the headlight. But it's not creating a shadow under the headlight; it's actually creating a highlight under it, thanks to the way it's designed. So it's so it's not a shadow. It's like when eyes get puffy. This car has has puffy eyes. <laughs> why have you done this, Subaru? Did you why it? It's almost like it got stung by a bee underneath its underneath the headlight, and now it's all swollen. But it's it's in a very specific spot. Why? Who thought this was a good idea? It's just so weird. It's like they wanted to make this, the Forester tougher, and so they wanted to make it rugged and off road and on all the rest of it. But they haven't. They didn't apply that same standard to the rest of the front end. So it's it's the only way to describe it. As, is awkward. It's just awkward. What a bizarre... I, actually, looking at it now, I can see why they did that. It's because the headlights, they sit, they sit so high up on the front bumper. Like, they nearly sit... The top, the top lighting element almost sits flush with the top of the grille. And the face of, the new four, of this Forester is so big that if they didn't have something in between the headlights and the lower side vents on the front bumper, if they didn't have something in between those two things... The face would look really tall. It would look, it would still look wrong, but it would it would look almost disproportionate. It would look way too tall. So, to make the face, to to reduce the gap, I would say to reduce the dead space between the bottom of the headlights and the top of the vertic vertically oriented side vents, they've added this this stick out front bumper element that's meant to that's meant to separate the headlight and the vent, but it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work because they went overboard with it. And I would have wagered that they should have they should have done it differently because the headlights on this Forester are almost they've almost got a Cadillac arrangement to them where they have that vertical element and they and the vertical element um, intersects on the side vents. They don't have it, it doesn't the vertical element of the headlights doesn't go that far. But super, if they wanted to, this would look very Cadillac. Very, very Cadillac. Almost, I guess XT5 esque. So yeah, basically Subaru has made an awkward-looking Japanese Cadillac XT5. That's what's happened. That is so, so awfully bizarre. Anyway, though, I hope you all enjoyed this very short episode. I told you it was going to be short. There's not much here at the moment. If you enjoyed, actually, I'll have to have a look at a later date and see if there's more articles because the article, the article I read came out a while ago. So if there is more on it, then I'll just I'll do a separate podcast episode where I tell the rest of it. But in any case, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like, comment, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really, really appreciate it. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications. That way you're notified every time I upload. Oh, that's what I forgot in the, in the last New Car Podcast. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have a want the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. 
boot up wherever you get your podcast, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. Before we end, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I, and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover, slash talk about, slash make a video regarding something specific, or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head on over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum, where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, you'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next, you'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. And now, it's time to close. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full-throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.